Yassi Zablocki is with us live via telephone. It's been a while since we've spoken to him. Uh, he's got big Pesach plans, and frankly, he's got year-round plans that I think would intrigue a segment of this audience. So pay careful attention to what he has to tell us about his company called Destinations. Yassi Zablocki, shalom and welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nachum. It's great to be back. I appreciate that. And uh, for those of you who are uh, looking for some context, when we spent many years, and I'm not just talking about Pesach, but I'm talking about year-round, many years at Kutcher's and at many other destinations, it was Yossi Zablocki who was uh, responsible for that, and he has brought uh, Pesach and many uh, year-round programs to life um, since then for the greater Jewish world. And he's even dabbled, and I think dabbled would be a mild way of saying it because of how serious an effort he's made, uh, he has more than dabbled in the area of kosher cruises as well. So here's an opportunity to catch up with Yassi and find out what's going on. So again, welcome to the show. I don't even know where to begin, Yassi. Where do we start? Do we start in the Catskills? Do we start on the high seas? Where do we begin with destinations? I, I think we start six years ago. You know, people come over to me still today. I used to be on your show relatively often. Um, that's when I was running pictures and was trying to single-handedly revitalize the Catskills back then, which I, which I think I did to a certain degree. And people still come over to you when they hear my name from either the cruises or something else I'm doing, and they're like, oh, you used to be on, on Nachum Siegel all the time. And I said, yeah, that was me. I said, that was me back then. I was surprised that people knew that and people remembered it from, from, from six years ago. But people still come over to me today, and they seem to see me as a reference point from having been on your show. Wow. Well, thank you for that. So where do we begin? Is, um, it, is it the Catskills? Is it the, on the high seas? I don't even know where to start. So, so I, you know, after around six years ago, Kutcher's, uh, when, when gambling had gotten passed in New York, and, um, and the Kutcher family sold the property that Kutcher's Hotel had been on, and so I, I, I sort of lost that business because I owned the business and the rights to the hotel, but I didn't own the property. So when that, when that, sort, of, um, when that sort of disappeared... Um, and, and as a side note, at around the same time, I also moved to Israel. I started just doing other things involving the kosher tourism. I started just doing um, uh, the Pesach at Honors Haven. And I ran for the next couple of years a successful Pesach program at Honors Haven. We would sell out. It's a great program. And I would dabble then during the summer and in smaller programs, still running a miniature kutchers in the Catskills. I was doing hotel weekends up at Anastasia in the Catskills or the Hudson Valley Resort. I did Sukkot, I did Rosh Hashanah, but it wasn't really, you know, such big, fascinating stuff. It was nice weekends, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything earth-shattering. And then, um, at a certain point, I saw that I had free time between the months of, of October and, I would say, March, when there was, when there, I wasn't working on any hotel programs, and, and I wanted to go on a kosher cruise uh, with my wife. Um, I was in Israel. I wanted to go on a kosher cruise with my wife, and um, there really was no affordable kosher cruises around, nothing that was in our budget. And I saw advertised, um, a, uh, I saw advertised a, a kosher cruise that was advertised in Israel. And so I walked into this. I never heard of this company or anybody doing this thing. And I walked into their office, and I said, who the heck are you guys? And it was this, it was this French guy, French-Jewish guy in Israel, and he was trying to do a kosher cruise. And, and they, they really... They, had, they didn't really know the hospitality industry. They didn't know the American clientele. And, and the truth is, is that even this cruise that I wanted to go on, it wasn't going to happen. They, they weren't able to get it off the ground. Um, so, so much for the idea of me being able to go on an affordable kosher cruise with my wife. So I said, look, I have some background in, in hospitality and kosher food and kosher travel. 
let me try to do a kosher cruise. Um, you know, I'll take some of the information that you guys have with the cruise industry, cruise line industry, and I'll put it together with what with what I already know in my client list, and and you know, I'll do a kosher cruise secretly. All I want to do is go on a cruise with my wife. <laughs> so you know, it was a lot of effort just to just to try to go on a cruise. I have to run a whole kosher cruise myself. But you know, you got to do what you got to do when you want to go on an affordable kosher cruise. <laughs> so we that. picked the date, and I said, well, let me try. I know I don't know if this has legs, and. And in a, I, I signed up 60 couples for this cruise. In a second, not, not in a second, it took me a few months, but I signed up 60 couples, and all of a sudden, I had a kosher cruise going on, <laughs> and it was, it was successful at, at, at really reasonable rates. Um, so, A, my wife enjoyed her cruise, right. and it was good. I got that out of the way. And then after that, I said, okay, let's, let's I guess, let's keep trying to do this. And so over the past three Three to three to four years, um, I've slowly been building up this kosher cruise business. There was a void in the business for for affordable kosher cruises, and I've managed to turn this into, thank God, into the, the largest kosher cruise company in the world. We are doing more kosher cruises this year than any other kosher cruise company out there. We're it, doing it, that 12, is, 13. is it under name destinations? So I market it in the United States. I market it under the name destinations. Um, in Israel, I market it under the under the the name Kosher Cruise, which sounds much better in Hebrew than it does in, in English. doesn't really have, it's really just descriptive in English. But uh, in, in the United States, and uh, I market under the brand Destination, we also, um, Kosher Travelers, which is a well-known travel agency for Anglo travels around the world, also does heavy marketing for us and helps us plan these cruises. Um, and so... Um, and so we are doing this year, I think we're, we're going almost everywhere. We're doing cruises to, to, we're going to Iceland, we're going to the Norwegian fjords twice, we're doing Alaska, we are doing the Greek Isles, um, Venice, we're doing Russia and Baltics, a Jewish heritage cruise. We're going in to, in the fall, we're going to do a cruise that's going to actually touch down in Morocco. That right. is very rare to find. Um, and we're going to be spending two days in Morocco on that, while doing that cruise. There's two stops in Morocco. Um, we're doing, it's amazing what's, what's taken off. Um, we have cruise, three cruises this summer on the Costa Smeralda. The Costa Smeralda is, it just started sailing three weeks ago. So it's the newest cruise ship in the world. Um, it is the, I believe, currently the largest cruise ship in the world. It'll be the largest cruise ship for the next few months until some other company builds an even larger cruise ship. <laughs> it's something like seven, 8,000 uh, Seven, eight thousand people. It's like the competition with cruise ships being larger and skyscrapers. It's like the same thing. Like each right. country has to build let, a, let, a bigger and let, let's slow down for a second. Yes, he's a blocky is with us. Um, people have different impressions when the words kosher cruise are bandied about. Uh, there are cruises that are exclusively kosher. Every you know item of food on the boat is going to be kosher on the ship, and then there are cruises where it's a kosher cruise, but it's a sort of like a different section. How does your Cruise hospitality work. So, um, let me let me just go back a second in terms of what you were saying. Except for a riverboat cruise, except for a riverboat cruise, no cruise that I know of today is ever exclusively kosher. The reason for that is that cruise ships at their smallest today are two thousand people. At their largest, like the Smeralda, is eight thousand people. Um, and nobody, no kosher cruise company in the world can pull off a 2,000-person kosher cruise. Maybe when cruise ships were smaller um, back in the day, I don't even know when that necessarily was. Um, 
maybe that was a possibility. But all kosher cruises that you see, that people see advertising, I'm not talking about riverboats, but I'm talking about real proper cruises, they're always done basically the same. Well, they're, they're, at the very least, they're done where you take a portion of the kitchen, one restaurant of the, of the cruise ship or, or one part of a kitchen, and your own dining room area, your own private dining room or a area in a larger dining room, and that's your kosher-designated area. Okay. Um, it's, it's near impossible. I, I've never heard of anybody pulling off a 2,000, even a 1,000-person kosher cruise. All right, so, um, you, so you're essentially you have a group on the ship, and they have kosher food at their disposal, and you're, uh, and, and I, I would assume that uh, you know they can take advantage of every everything else on the ship, so to speak. Right. So there's there's different levels of kosher food that a company might do when they're trying to do a kosher cruise. The, the easy way to to really to do it is to just order the frozen frozen kosher food dinners, which is not what we do. You order the frozen kosher food dinners. Maybe sometimes you can get the chefs to help you make some of the side dishes. It's sort of like almost like eating LL kosher food, um, not really even a step above that, and, and uh, getting the kitchen to sort of help, help you do something. That's not what we do on any level. The way to do this properly, which is what we do, is we bring in a team of mashkichim onto the cruise ship, and um, you know, we may bring in even the previous cruise so that they can start koshering the kitchen. You bring in a team of mashkichim, um, a rabbi. We bring in three mashkichim and a rabbi on our cruises. They take over either a restaurant in the ship or they take over a portion of the kitchen. Um, it's blocked off from, from any of the non-kosher areas that are still on the cruise ship. And they kosher that area. And then we bring on all of the kosher food, all the kosher meats, the kosher cheeses, the menus, um, and we start operating a, a high-end kosher restaurant right. on the cruise ship. Three where meals. we're serving duck, we're serving veal, we're serving lamb, we're serving steak. It's, it's magnificent, um, you know, magnificent plated. Um, uh, any, any meal you could actually be, even you know, think of. Um, it's freshly cooked. We do breakfast, we do lunch, we do dinner. We even do a four o'clock PM snack every day. Um, just in case you happen to be hungry in between lunch and dinner, which really doesn't happen, but we offer it anyhow. Right. Um, you then have to, we then do more than just the cruise. We bring on a safer Torah, obviously, because we're running Minyanin. You bring on a safer Torah. Um, you have somebody who's a, a rabbi on the ship and he's giving lectures, uh, when, when you're, on Shabbos or whether you have a day at sea. Um, and then besides for that, you also can um, take advantage of the other activities that are on the, that are on the uh, cruise ship. They have shows right. at night. They have lectures during the day. They have aerobics. They have, uh, they have a spa. And you do whatever you're doing on the cruise, whatever the regular non-kosher clientele are doing, you could participate in those activities as well. How do people get information about all this? How do they see a list of the cruises you're offering, et cetera, et cetera? Um, they can go onto my website, which is destinations613.com, destinations with an S at the end, destinations613.com, or they can call my office at 845-794-6000. That's the original Kutcher's phone number from 190, I don't know what, 845-794-6000. <laughs> All right. Um, In addition, when people go to that website, and uh, we do suggest that people go and check it out. You'll see the entire list of cruises and get all the information that we were just discussing here with Yossi Zablocki. Uh, 845-794-6000 or 
uh, Destinations613.com, Destinations613.com. In addition to the cruises, uh, they will see that uh, you have plans for Honors Haven this Pesach, which is not unusual. People know about that. But also Hudson Valley and down in Florida. Explain what's going on for Pesach 5780. All right. Well, there's two things going on. First of all, we have, um, in, I opened up this year in Orlando. Um, we have another Pesach program. Um, there seems to have been room in the market in Orlando to be able to put another program in there. So, um, so we started another very nice program at the uh, Wyndham Celebrations Kissimmee Hotel. Uh, it's Wyndham Celebrations Kissimmee. You could think it's Orlando, but it's right near Disney World. Um, that hotel, we had a great opportunity. I re- even though I'm quite busy, I couldn't pass this by because the hotel is doing a $30 million renovation, which means that everything in the hotel is completely brand new. Um, all, of the, uh, all of the bedrooms are completely brand new, head to toe. Um, and so I had the opportunity to get into this market there, and I couldn't really pass it by. So um, I started a program um, in in, uh, in Orlando, and actually just last week, this is actually, uh, you guys are hearing this sort of first, but um, I quasi-teamed up with a special guest host who is going to help us out on this program, and it is Shloimi Smilo, who everybody in the pest industry recalls from the Smilo Family Tours Pesach program. Sure. Um, he has done a program in, I think, the past two years, so he was, uh, he was available and at my disposal, so to speak, and it was a good opportunity. He had done Orlando for many years, so it was a good opportunity to sort of bring him in to help us with this program, um, and so he's going to be joining um, our, our staff at this program, um, and it'll be a lot of fun to do something different, to do something uh, in, uh, in Orlando, um, I had been doing up till now Catskills and cruises, but um, I got my feet wet a little bit in Florida because that's where some of the cruises take off from. But this is a great opportunity at a, at a new hotel. And again, my model for everything that I'm doing is to do the the highest end product that we can with still keeping it at a reasonable rate. Right. The profit margin, in my opinion, on each one of these adventures, whether it's Pesca or whether it's a cruise, doesn't have to be so, so, so great to make it unaffordable for people. So even this even this Orlando program, the Orlando program, it's under you know, it's under twenty nine hundred dollars a person, which for an out of New York State program is a great rate after tax and tips. Um, it's less expensive than any program that I've seen out of the New York area. And it's a way that families can go and and, and afford it at an Orlando, you know, adventure. Um, go to the Magic Kingdom and be able to afford it, even with the Pesach cost. All right, so Pesach in Orlando and Pesach at Honors Haven up in the Catskill region. People can go to Destinations613.com, Destinations613.com. And now tell us about the news in the Hudson Valley up in the Catskills. Okay, so here's where things get a little bit crazy. Um, so I've always been a Catskills guy, and it's been my, my dream for years to have my own hotel that I have my own control over. And this past spring, I got the opportunity of a lifetime when the Hudson Valley Resort um, was up for sale. Um, it had been owned by a Chinese corporation that didn't really know what to do with the Hudson Valley Resort. And I said, this is my last chance to really own my own Casco's Hotel. Kutcher's was my business, but not my property. And I ended up uh, losing the property as a result. So I had the opportunity to go in and purchase the hotel beginning to end. So um, me and a partner, we purchased the property, 
and we are we are restarting the glory days of the Cascals of Kutcher's. And now we are the National Jewish Convention Center, which is how I used to market it back then, right. is back in business at the Hudson Valley Resort. Um, I have crazy changes that we're doing for this hotel. It's going to it's going to be a game changer for the entire vacation culture vacation industry. Um, where, where, as a result, of course, we're running it for, for Pesach because we have to be open Pesach. We're open right now for groups um, at the moment. But the plans that I have with the hotel are, I think, they're mind-boggling for families. First of all, my plan is to create a fun park on the premises, indoor fun park on the premises of the hotel. Um, I don't think this exists really anywhere. You can go to a hotel, especially a kosher hotel, and have bumper cars, have uh, 45 uh, prize winners, Games, um, blow ups, um, glow in the dark miniature golf, um, uh, laser tag, all the stuff that you'll find in a mini bowling, all the stuff that you'll find in an indoor fun park on the premises of your hotel. Because my thinking is that I have to figure out why people are going to come up to the Catskills. You know, why are you sitting in Teaneck and going away for a weekend? What's to do? Well, now I'm providing something for the kids to do. So you show up there, the kids are going to lose their mind. Once we're just starting to install all these items now, but um, kids are going to lose their mind. They're going to have, it's going to be like their own private little Disney World in a Catskills hotel. So that's the first component. The second component is now I've got to figure out why am I going to be able, how am I going to bring the parents up to the hotel? Because parents, you know, again, you're seeing, why would you go away to the Catskills? Why are we going upstate? You know, let me stay home. In, in Long Island, let me stay in Phoenix, New Jersey. You know, even though the kids are driving me crazy and they want to go to a fun park, I, you know, I'm sitting here watching television. So what I'm doing at the Hudson Valley, I'm creating a spa experience that nobody has ever seen in their entire life for the adults. All right, you have to sort of picture what I'm doing over here. Every hotel that you've been to has a sauna, has a steam room, um, has a jacuzzi, right? You've been to those in, in various hotels, sure. right, Malcolm? Yeah, sure. All right, so, so that's standard, and that's not going to get me any people up there. But let me ask you this. How many times in your life have you gone and spent 20 minutes in a Himalayan salt cave? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never, right? But it sounds like a cool thing to do. You're oh. like, already you're probably Googling Himalayan salt cave to figure out what the heck that is. Oh, yeah. Um, you can wait till after the show. But it's, it's a Himalayan salt cave. You walk in. And, and it looks like there's these stalactites on the ceiling. It looks like you're in an actual cave, and you're, you're, you're getting the, uh, the fumes or the energy of Himalayan salt, which is, has a curative nature to it, and it will help your breathing, help your asthma, help any type of um, uh, clean your pores. And you could spend 20 minutes over there, and you're in the Catskills, but you think you're in a Himalayan salt cave. Nobody has this. We're going to be putting that in at the hotel. I'm coming up with five, six theme rooms besides for the the um, besides for the you know, standard sauna and steam room and jacuzzi. Different theme rooms that people are going to walk in and have never experienced before in their lives. We're going to have a relaxation room with waterfalls streaming um, around the area. There, we're going to have a room that has these tiled heat, um, heated lounge chairs. We lie back on these lounge chairs. And, and you have the, the heat from the lounge chairs on the back of your neck. So I've seen this in the, in the, uh, on the cruises, but I've never seen it in a regular hotel in New York. Wow. And I'm coming up with, with different ideas for all these different rooms because I have the space to be able to do this at the hotel. 
And now I have a reason. We're going to have a hammam, a Turkish hammam. Um, it's different than a steam room. Steam rooms you can only tolerate for a few minutes, but a Turkish hammam, you're able to um, you're able to go in for for a good twenty minutes, half I'm, hour. I'm assuming that again, I'm assuming that all this will be ready for this upcoming Pesach, but you will be open this upcoming Pesach. So we are absolutely open this upcoming Pesach. We're getting some of this stuff ready right now. Other stuff will be coming over the next six months. Um, and we're, we're putting this all together, and we're going to turn this into a can't-miss location for adults and a can't-miss location for kids. Unbelievable. Yossi Zablocki, he's got a lot of plans, as you hear, Destination613.com, Destinations613.com. Yossi, I apologize. We will have an opportunity to speak more in depth, uh, but we got to wrap up for now. Uh, I do want to remind everybody, if they want Pesach in Orlando, if they want Pesach at Honors Haven, if they want Pesach at the Hudson Valley Resort, which for us is a very big announcement for this morning, so a lot of people did not realize that you are now the owner of the Hudson Valley Resort, and you'll be opening for Pesach 5780. And certainly if they want kosher cruises, all of this information can be found at Destinations613.com, Destinations613.com. Uh, people can check it out and get all this info that we discussed this morning. Anything else you'd like to quickly add? Um, you could also reach me personally by my email, which is I answer all the emails that come to destinations613 at yahoo.com. Destinations613 at yahoo.com. Destinations613 at yahoo.com. Yassi, I thank you. We'll have an opportunity to speak more about this down the road. Sounds great. More coming up. This is a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs> 